All right, so Snoop, listen, you are like the entrepreneur of entrepreneurs and people may not know, but you started at 26. What made you just like, what did you, were you always that when you were younger? Like you always were trying to figure out a way to, to have a brand, have a business. Like was that young or did it develop later? Yeah, it, actually I started earlier than 26, man. I would say I probably started like around the age of 22. Um, and it's just definitely something that I think that was kind of like instilled in me, kind of born in me. It's like, you know, how people say, you know, it's got to be in you, not on you. And so it's definitely something that's in me. I think just kind of coming from my background, my parents, um, seeing them hustle, uh, seeing my mom struggle. Um, it was just something that was just kind of always in me, you know, growing up when people would ask me, you know, what do I want to be when I grow up? I always said that. I wanted to be a business owner that owned many businesses. So I always knew what I wanted to do, but not necessarily how I was going to get it done. <laughs> That's lit. So what was your first business then? Like you always wanted to be a business owner. What was the first thing you came out the gates with? Yeah, my first thing was investing in real estate. So I had a I had a company called Building Foundations uh, and it was myself and a group of friends of mine. We started investing in real estate and flipping properties, buying properties for short-term and long-term rentals. And, and you so never that, did that before. You just up and started just buying and flipping them. You just did it. Yeah, I was a financial advisor, so I was in that that sector of learning how to invest um, in many different ways, not only in the stock market, but also in the real estate market as well. So um I was already kind of hearing about it and learning about it and, and just kind of jumped off the porch early, you know, and, and getting my feet wet in it. That's crazy. Okay. So you come to Atlanta and you basically just want to take over. You have Escobar, then you have Esco Seafood, you have Esco South. Like what, what's your motivation? Like when you're like, is there ever too many or is there some point where you're like, all right, I'm good. Is that a thing? Because I'm new in this business side. So with sports, I can never have too many championships. That's not a thing. So is that, how is that with you? And I feel the same exact way. It's just about making sure that before I do new projects now that I have the systems and the people in place um, to help me with them. So um, that's really, really important to me. But um, right now, so I've got uh, one director of operations. I've got one of my GMs that I just moved up to operations as well. And so now I feel like we're ready to open up some more restaurants. Um, I always want to make sure that I get the people in place because I don't want to have to do a lot of the operational things. Um, my job now is just to manage my operations managers. Their job is to manage the GMs. The GMs is to manage the managers up under them as well as, you know, the front of the house and back of the house employee. So um, I never really feel like, you know, that uh, that it's enough, you know, <laughs> and I always was wondering, you know, if I would get to that point, but um, I don't think I'll ever get to that point. I feel like I have the system down. I got the science to the hospitality industry down. And I feel like as long as I can continue to come up with concepts and find good locations, yep. I'm going to keep this thing running. So you figured out something that a lot of people don't know. I talk about it even with my team, but can you talk about the importance of hiring good talent, hiring good people to work for you so that, because they're essentially running your business for you. Absolutely. Running your business for you as well as, you know, in my industry, there's a lot of liability. So at any point, somebody can come into my restaurant, they can slip and fall. Um, they can be 
said something uh, that did not agree with them or whatever, uh, they can, you know, have a situation to occur in one of the restaurants and I cannot be there and I'll be the one that'll be held liable and will be sued for it. So um, it's definitely very, very important to make sure that I have the right people on my team um, at all times. And then when I see that somebody is not right for the team, um, it's important to make sure that I get rid of that person, you know, pretty quickly um, so that, you know, they don't continue to hinder, you know, what it is that we have going on. So, um, and also at the same time, you know, when you do find people that um, are good team players, um, that are good staff members, you know, you have to treat them accordingly and show them that you appreciate them. You know, everybody for everybody appreciation is totally different. You know, sometimes we feel like it's just money and that totally is not the case at all. You know what I mean? Some people just agree. Some people want to be told, you know, I appreciate you. Some people want gifts. Some people want um, a little bit more of your personal time. Um, so there's a lot that comes, you know, with that, you know, um, not only finding good staff, but knowing how to keep them around as well. No, I love that. And you're very transparent about just your business, the finances. Can you tell me what it was like to make your first milli? Like there's, that's got to be, you know what I mean? Like that's different, okay? <laughs> Yeah, you know, when I was a financial advisor, I'll never forget sitting there and um, hearing one of the senior financial advisors say, you know, the hardest thing is to save your first $100,000. And after you do that, it becomes so much easier. And, and that's, that's really true. So I remember being very, very excited several years ago when um, I got to the point that I had over $100,000 in cash saved. Um, and just kind of continuing and continuing to push through. Um, and then, of course, once I got to a million, um, it was kind of like, you know, oh, wow, you know, I've made it. But honestly, once you get there, then you're trying to get two million and then 10 yeah. million, and 20 million. And it's like, damn, can I become a billionaire? You know right. what I'm so um, it feels great, but it's also very humbling as well, you know. And then, uh, like Biggie said, man, more money, more problems, you know, so. I already know that. I already know, know that comes with it. Money. They, they gunning for you and they coming for you, you know, so. Uh, but it, but it's definitely, it's a great feeling. Um, it's a blessing. Um, it's something that, you know, I look at as a testament to my hard work throughout the years. Absolutely. I mean, you got, how many businesses do you own, like, total? Do you even, like, what's the count? I've got 10 right now. So I've got eight brick and mortar businesses. Um, and then I've got my credit repair business. And then um, I also uh, have my courses. So I do courses um, that I film and put online. So weekly, I'm always filming a bunch of content. Yep. Um, and then um, <laughs> right. with the courses, I've got my mentorship too. And that's on your YouTube, right? People can go find that on your YouTube. So people, so for my courses, the link is actually in my bio on Instagram. There's also a website, courses.whoisnoop.com. Um, but yes, I do have my YouTube channel as well. We drop episodes weekly every single Sunday. Um, and then my mentorship, there's a link um, in my Instagram bio as well in at regards to Snoop. that. At Who is Snoop, get into it. <laughs> I take all the little nuggets she drops all the time because this is a real businesswoman making real money. I only say that because 
there's a lot of people not making real money. You might think they're yeah. making real money, but there's a lot of people not making real money. So then can you just talk about, I always ask athletes this, but I don't know why people don't ask business people. Like, what was your craziest purchase? You know, like athletes, I talked to a couple NBA players. They got four chains of a Rolex when they- Right. Hit. What was your biggest Man, I would purchase? Say my craziest purchase. We yeah. looking at it right here in back of me, my house. Um, Woo! I recently bought my dream home um, the very end of December of last year, December 27th, I closed on it. And uh, this is definitely my craziest purchase. My backyard, uh, humbly saying, so it looks like an oasis. It's got the <laughs> yeah. tub, um, the hammock, TVs outside, the outdoor kitchen, um, all of that good stuff. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's definitely, I would say, my craziest purchase. Uh, of course, you know, the jewelry and all that stuff looks nice, but um, this is an asset that I can actually pass down, you know, to my daughter and, you know, other generations. I love it. And congratulations are in order. You're recently engaged. Can you just yeah. talk about living? Like, so I feel like athletes and, and business people are so synonymous. It's like, you know, once you take off that player's tag, settle down. I'm recently engaged as well. So can you just talk about- Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Can you just talk about the new lifestyle? Like just what that's like being, you know, married woman life now. I love it personally. Right. Well, I'm not married just yet. Okay. Um, but yes, absolutely. Happily, very happily recently engaged. Um, and I was one of those type of people that was like, I always wanted to get married, but um, this is one of the things that you just have to pray for and just kind of hope you meet somebody um, and the, the souls and everything just aligns itself because like, you know, with success and in the business world, um, also, you know, in, um, you know, athletics and things of that nature, I was an athlete growing up. So these are industries that, that, you know, it's like hard work beats talent. You know what I'm saying? You can work really, really hard and you can get what you want. But when it comes to finding that right person, um, you know, to, to marry and share that forever with. Um, it's really just something that, that kind of has to align up, you know what I mean? And so I'm um, definitely blessed that I've met my fiance, Sydney. Um, we're looking at getting married to 22-22, so next year. Okay, that, I like that. Year. I like them kind of numbers together. <laughs> yeah, yep. uh -huh, here in Atlanta. So um, we're actually going to be starting our marriage counseling um, over the next four weeks. Um, so looking forward to that. Just want to make sure that we have a really, really good foundation, you know, before we tie that knot. And uh, definitely super excited, man. Super yeah, excited. Congratulations. And some people know, but some don't. You went into business with two chains. That's who you <laughs> have Escobar with. Can you talk about just how did that come about? Like, how did you sure. guys think up? What is that like? The million dollar question everybody always wants to Do they to know really? Because <laughs> it's like interesting. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. I actually did a whole video on it that's on my website, too. But um, so pretty much how it came about is I used to own a spot called the Hookah Hideaway. Um, it was a very small, intimate, quaint, quaint spot. Um, a lot of people first met me from the Hookah Hideaway, my, my little humble beginnings. Um, like I said, thousand square foot spot. Wait, and let me I stop you. You're saying little humble beginnings, but that spot was like packed out every single <laughs> night. It was like the after spot too. Man, good time. Let me just say good that. Time. Go ahead, but it wasn't, it wasn't so humble. <laughs> I'll tell you that. I appreciate that, Renee. But yeah, man, we had some good times over there at the Hookah Hideaway. But uh, just with the success of that spot, you know, I had decided that I wanted to open up another spot, you know, here in Atlanta. So kind of the same mindset that I have now, like, hey, it's going good. Let me dupl duplicate this somewhere else. And so I had started looking over in the Castleberry Hills area because when I first moved to Atlanta, I used to live in that area. 
So I started looking over there and I ended up, uh, long story short, I ended up meeting um, a realtor who uh, was associates with one of two chains, not only his one of his realtors, but his business manager as well. And so um, he got to talking to her and just telling her, hey, you know, I've got this young lady, you know, um, very, you know, hardworking, aspiring entrepreneur. She's looking to open up a spot, you know, over here in this area. Um, I know Tahid has this, this um, spot and dreams of, you know, being in the restaurant industry. But of course, you know, he didn't really know much about it, didn't know how to operate it, didn't know how to get it going. The spot that we actually have turned into Escobar, he had actually owned that spot for maybe about five years before we even met each other. Was anything was going on in there? Nothing. It was just sitting there. Long money. He got long money. <laughs> I just bought it, paid cash for it, and it was like literally just sitting there. Um, like Snoop, come come turn us into something. But yeah, so anyways, um, him and I, so we ended up meeting and um, it just kind of, you know, kicked off from there. You know, he came to the Hookah Hideaway one day. Um, we were not open for business at the time. He just came to meet me. And um, I was very nervous because, you know, the Hookah Hideaway was a very small spot. And so, of course, if you're not seeing it packed out and all of that, it's just kind of like, oh, man, this this is, I thought he might look at it as like, you're saying this is small. Anybody can do this. You know what I mean? But his mindset was like, hey, if you can make, turn this spot into something so successful, there's no telling what you can do um, with, with a larger spot, you know, with, you know, a larger kitchen and um, different amenities and things of that nature. And so, uh, we met each other just from the moment we met each other. We really kicked it off really well. Uh, we really think a lot alike. And so um, it was definitely kind of like that brother sisterhood, you know, from day one. And um, it's been history ever since. So how many businesses do y'all have together? So together, we've got four businesses together. We have um, Escobar Downtown. We've got Esco South. We have members only. And then we also have Esco Seafood that we recently opened December of last year. And tell me about members only, because that's an interesting concept. Like, what is that about? Yeah, so members only, we've actually kind of changed the concept a little bit because it's really something we were kind of a little free before our time. Yeah. Um, but uh, one half of it is just for our members. Um, so we have people that have purchased memberships. Um, and in doing so, you can actually order ahead of time. Um, you, you, you get a locker. So, you know, like, let's say a lot of times if you go um, to a venue and you have bottle service and you don't drink the bottle, there's nothing you can drink all of the bottle. There's nothing you can do. You have to leave it there. Well, if you have a locker, you can actually leave that bottle there and then get it when you come back. Um, so that's a big perk. You know, when we have, well, I know um, people just be taking them in their purse. So that's actually, a mess. That's actually <laughs> lit that you can leave it there. Okay. Right. That you can actually take it. <laughs> Yep. Um, but yeah, and then we just have various perks for our members. Um, so it's definitely a very unique concept. Um, a lot of times the non-member side is a little more full than the member side is, but our members, they're still able to just enjoy that exclusivity um, that a lot of our socially elite individuals really, really appreciate. Yeah, that's dope. And so I see too that you work hard, but you travel so much. I need to do that, by the way. Like, I need to, like, take time to travel more. I really have to do that. But what would be your top two destinations that people, like, have to go to? Not that people wouldn't necessarily think of. Um, well, I would say, too, for me that, well, 
one place that I went to that I truly, truly love is Spain, um, Ibiza, Barcelona, etc. I feel like there's just so many dope places to visit in Europe. Um, there's two places on my travel list that I'm looking forward to going to this year, however, um, and maybe not this year, but maybe this year and next year, but Greece, um, Greece recently opened back up. So kind of just trying to wait a little bit to see like with their, um, you know, a lot of people have curfews and things of that nature. So it's like, you know, if you're going to travel that far and spend that much money, you want to be able to enjoy it as much as possible. So trying to get some feedback on that. Uh, but also Thailand, I really want to go there. Um, I know it's very reasonable. They say you can get massages for like 10 bucks. Yeah, fact. Um, <laughs> I went to Bali before. It's really crazy though. I know those are two different places, but in those type of areas, yeah, you could get, you could get a massage for 24 hours straight and it would be affordable. Yeah. Yeah, I need that. I need that because I love the <laughs> massages. I love relaxing um, and, and enjoying a great massage, especially like, you know, in the water, you know, on the beach or, you know, something like that. So um, those are two places that I'm personally looking forward to traveling to myself. But um, I love Europe in general. Um, there's just so many dope places to go to um, and to see, you know, I think um, a lot of people, you know, here as of recently because, um, our passports have been limited, so it's just been going to like a lot of islands, and I'm kind of island out at this point. <laughs> you island out? Oh, put, look, must be nice. <laughs> must be nice. So, so I have a question too because I follow you on Instagram. If y'all don't follow her at Who Is Snoop, you need to. It's highly entertaining. Have you ever like thought about doing reality television? But because between between the your like lounges hookah lounges you traveling like is that something i'm just saying like have you ever thought about that i have and i'm just waiting for the right opportunity okay you know? uh some of those shows they really make a fool a lot of people you know and so yeah. at this point for me it's not really about the money i wouldn't mind doing something like that just to increase you know my platform yeah. um and some of my brands that i have but it, it just has to be the right opportunity for sure you need to create your own then i'm telling you like it is High, yeah. <laughs> enter high entertainment snoop thank you for joining me here on remotely hello it is your partner big boy interested in giving back to your community while making new connections in your neighborhood introducing neighbor to neighbor a california volunteers network that empowers you to take action contribute to local needs, and be a part of something bigger than yourself. Visit caneighbors.com to learn more about how you can get to know your neighbor and strengthen your community. Neighbor to neighbor, it takes a neighborhood. Hello. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.